Hey, y'all. Welcome to our podcast on the election of 1860. I'm Claire. I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. All right. Let's start with the fact that the election of 1860 was a major event that led to the Civil War. Let's start with the basics. The four candidates were Abraham Lincoln from the Republican Party, Stephen A. Douglas from the Northern Democratic Party, John C. Breckinridge from the Southern Democratic Party, and John Bell from the Constitutional Union Party. This election had many clashing opinions, but Abraham Lincoln ended up winning the election. Now we're going to talk about the four parties during this turning point for America. This election was the first of three critical elections for this country. The first party was the Constitutional Union Party, which was organized solely for the election of 1860. It consisted of both the North and South and was convinced that the fight over slavery would lead to the disruption of the Union. This party was against Southern succession and took no side on the slavery argument. The leaders of it wanted a reconciliation of sections through a compromise of slavery in only the states that already had it, but this never worked and it disappeared with the coming of the Civil War. Next was the Republican Party. It largely opposed the extension of slavery and was mainly made up of Northern voters. Abraham Lincoln was the candidate who ran on a platform that sought to prohibit the expansion of slavery into territories and implement economic policies to stimulate the Northern industry. Lastly was the Democratic Party, which was split between the North and South during this election. They supported slavery and the Northern Democrats wanted to nominate Stephen Douglas to defeat the quote-unquote black Republicans. The Southern Democrats considered Douglas a traitor because of his popular sovereignty and wanted John C. Breckinridge to run. Popular sovereignty was the idea of permitting territories to those to choose not to have slavery. This party became divided and both candidates ended up running. The Constitutional Party was disbanded after the election of 1860 during the Civil War. However, the Democratic and Republican platforms switched after the Civil War. The outcome of this election enraged the South. For rightful reasons, their income was mainly based off cash crops and slave labor. In New Orleans, many Louisianians were concerned of how this election would impact their daily lives. There were plenty of political clubs supporting Breckenbridge, basically anyone but Lincoln. For many southern states, Abraham Lincoln did not even show up on the voting ballot. Many newspapers warned the public about the future of slavery and the attempts of southern disunionists to break up the Union. Now, a first-hand account of a lady that wrote in her diary the day Abraham Lincoln became president. This quote is an allusion to John Brown the abolitionist. Did you ever, now that the black radical Republicans have the power, I suppose they will brown us all, no doubt of it. Moving on to post-election. As mentioned earlier, Abraham Lincoln received most of his support from the North. Once he was elected, his intentions weren't to start war with the South, and he tried to create peace and compromise, but they were uncooperative. Then, the South felt the need to secede from the Union and form the Confederacy. Unlike the South, the North felt that Abraham Lincoln would represent their beliefs in office. He did not state his position on slavery, so it was assumed that he was anti-slavery, which went with the beliefs of the North. The North had two times the population of the South, so support from the South was not necessary to win the presidency. The main point of the historical significance of the election of 1860 was it was the last straw before the Civil War. It really kick-started the Civil War between North and South. 
The Civil War began on April 12, 1861 at Fort Sumter, South Carolina, approximately five months after Lincoln's election. Now Lauren will be giving us a fun fact about Congress. At the time in Congress, the North had two times the population of the South. So why were majority of the acts passed in Congress ruling more towards the South's values? There is a theory called the slave power theory in which Southern rich, wealthy planters would bribe people of the Congress to rule in favor of the Southern values. Here's a quick recap before we go. The election of 1860 was one of the most critical ones in history. There were four candidates running from three parties because the Democratic Party split between North and South, much like the country did after Abraham Lincoln was elected. The South then seceded and formed the Confederacy, starting the Civil War. Bye, Bye y'all. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. This was Claire, Lauren, and Ashley. This was our first and only podcast in the election of 1860 for U.S. history, made by Claire, Lauren, and Ashley. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. <laughs> All right, since we couldn't find Crash Course music without John Green talking through the rest of it, so I uh, hope you enjoy. Thank you for watching, I mean listening. <laughs> Good luck on the rest of your exams, everybody, and I think our class is the last exam, so have a great Christmas break! Woo! Woo! Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! Happy New Year isn't here, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, you have to sing. Do, 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 do,